Get set for this episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites, where we'll break down your revision into fun, bite-sized chunks while having a few laughs along the way. For more in-depth online learning, head on over to snaprevise.co.uk and see how our intelligent platform can transform your revision and help you score better grades with less stress. Here's the show. Do you have any houseplants? Maybe a spider plant or a yucca or a cactus? Then you'll know that houseplants aren't like your pet dog or cat and like just the right amount of sunlight and water and don't do that well with dog food or sleeping in a nice warm airing cupboard with your towels. That's because plants use photosynthesis. Photosynthesis is the complex metabolic process in which energy from sunlight is used to convert inorganic molecules into organic molecules. Light energy, usually from the sun, is used to produce glucose and oxygen from carbon dioxide and water. The organic molecules contain energy in the form of chemical bonds. Plants, algae, and some fungi can photosynthesize and are therefore called photoautotrophs. Animals cannot photosynthesize. Therefore, they obtain the organic molecules they need by eating autotrophic organisms like plants. When your cat spends hours lying out in the garden during the summer, that's not photosynthesis. It's just laziness. Photosynthesis requires light energy to break the bonds between oxygen and hydrogen atoms in water. This process is known as photolysis. In photosynthesis, the hydrogen atoms and electrons from water are added to carbon dioxide. This causes the carbon dioxide to be reduced to glucose, which is a store of energy. Glucose can then be used in respiration to synthesize ATP or can be used to make organic molecules like cellulose. Both photosynthesis and respiration have a unique relationship because the products of one process are the reactants of the other process. Therefore, photosynthesis and respiration cycle oxygen and carbon dioxide within the atmosphere. In plants, glucose can also be stored as the insoluble carbohydrate, starch. Okay, next, we need to talk about the structure and function of the chloroplasts. In all plant cells, Chloroplasts are the organelles where photosynthesis takes place. All chloroplasts contain specialized structures that help them carry out photosynthesis as efficiently as possible. Now, the next bit has lots of hard-to-pronounce stuff biologists love, so bear with me. Chloroplasts have a double membrane called the chloroplast envelope. Inside the chloroplast, there are two distinct regions called the grana and the stroma. The stroma is the fluid-filled matrix which surrounds the grana. The grana consists of stacks of flattened membrane-bound sacs called thylakoids. A single stack of thylakoids is called a granum, and this may contain up to 100 thylakoids. Thylakoids in one granum can be connected to thylakoids in another granum by intergranal lamellae. Phew, I think I nailed that. Okay. Once more unto the breach. Here we go again. Within the chloroplast, the structures are adapted 
for their various functions. So let's talk about the function of the grana. The process of photosynthesis can be split into two stages, the light-dependent stage and the light-independent stage. The light-dependent stage is the first stage of photosynthesis and it takes place in the grana. The stacks of thylakoids with each granum provide a large surface area for harnessing light energy from sunlight. Within the thylakoids is the photosynthetic pigment chlorophyll. The chlorophyll is where light energy is trapped. Right, that was grana. Now let's have a go at the function of the stroma. The stroma is where the light-independent stage of photosynthesis takes place. The products of the light-dependent stage are passed from the grana to the stroma. The stroma contains enzymes which are needed to catalyze the reactions of the light-independent stage of photosynthesis. The stroma also contains a loop of DNA which codes for proteins needed for photosynthesis. Made it. I hope you are all with me and didn't get lost somewhere between the grana and the stroma. Anyway, make sure to check out the data sheets that go with this podcast, which have lots of useful, nice pictures that seem mainly to look like emojis and baked beans. Thanks for listening. That's it for today's episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites. Are you looking for some extra help to improve your grades but can't bear the thought of forking out £50 an hour for a private tutor? Neither can we, and that's why we built SnapRevise. SnapRevise is an intelligent platform that provides high-quality, tailored support that is more effective than private tutoring and is available anytime, anywhere, for a fraction of the cost. We have a whole range of amazing resources to suit all learning types, from bite-sized videos, self-marking quizzes, to mini-revision guides, and predicted exam packs. We've built extremely smart technology that accelerates your learning by finding your knowledge gaps and filling them. And we have on-site tutors who are available to answer your questions 24-7, so you're never left in the dark. Head on over to snaprevise.co.uk or download our app and get your free trial now. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can get the latest podcasts as soon as they come out. And while you're at it, leave us a review and give us a rating so we can keep bringing you as many free, high-quality podcasts as possible. See you next time.